0: Glory. I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I came like out the womb wide already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. Throw it up above his head. They can't jump in the lead. Golly! Oh, they tackle him in the corner. Who can make a play? I can. Who can make a play? I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Roundtable Podcast with your host Matt Bruning back at it again on Thursday, October 29th on today's podcast we are going to do a couple things Uh, not really a long podcast for Thursday I'm going to go over my top 10 players at each position Uh, my rankings again have been published on medium.com you can find them at the FLA app Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at the FLA app at the FLA blog and at Sports Fanatic MB where you can find all of those rankings as well as we have tweeted them out Uh, just if you guys want to Got any uh, second guessing yourself at all some gut decisions you're not 100% sure with though I do always suggest going with your gut decision because it usually is the right call but if you guys want to look at my rankings, see who I think is going to have great weeks and everything that is where you can find them. After that, I will talk a little bit of college football as we had. Some huge shakeups this weekend, obviously, uh, and the rankings that came out the other night. I will talk about those and the games going into the weekend. Uh, Championship weekend uh, will be huge in setting uh, the playoffs here uh, coming up, I believe, at the end of this month. Uh, I think it's New Year's Day, the New Year's Bowl games and everything, uh, which should be really interesting. And then last but not least, we will preview the game tonight between the New Orleans Saints and the Dallas Cowboys now you kids are probably asking yourselves hey Matt how can we get back on the right track now see that that's the kind of winning attitude that's going to take this enterprise straight to the top all right rankings talk so for quarterbacks my number one this week Patty Mahomes should be no surprise coming off of his bye week uh has a great matchup this week Against uh, what has really been kind of a pitiful Raiders defense most of the year. I have have him with 26 points. Number two, Drew Brees tonight going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Should be a very interesting game. Uh, Can't wait to break that down here in a little bit. Number three, uh, and I have him with 26 points as well. Number three, I have Andrew Luck. uh, Colts going up against the Jaguars here. Um, They kind of blitzed the Jaguars. Jaguars have been having a, a really bad year so far. Uh, this year, although a lot of his uh, did get the three uh, touchdowns to Eric Ebron in that game. I don't really expect that quite to happen again, but I do expect the Colts to win this game against the Jags. Number four, I have uh, Cam Newton. Panthers have um, a a decent matchup here, Uh, not a great matchup with the Buccaneers, uh, just because I think... I shouldn't say that. uh, The Buccaneers, uh, they have been improving a little bit on defense. I do like their linebackers. uh, But with the fact that the Panthers have lost three in a row, I expect Cam Newton to come out here and just throw the ball all over this secondary, which has been torched by most quarterbacks this year. Uh, And Christian McCaffrey, I think, is going to have a huge game as well. Number five, I have Kirk Cousins uh, with 25 points as well as Cam. Uh, The Vikings obviously have the Patriots, which should be a really great game. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than others. Uh, I know I believe last I saw the line was New England was getting seven points. Uh, I actually think the Vikings have a chance to win this game. Uh, Their offensive weapons are by far some of the best uh, that have that the Patriots have had to try to defend. We saw what happened when they went up against uh, the Chiefs earlier this year. Um, I actually like the Vikings a lot in this game, and I expect Kirk to have to throw it a lot to score on New England. Number six, I have Deshaun Watson. Uh, honestly, a little worried about him in this game against the Browns. Uh, I think this could be a trap game for them. They have one eight straight, uh, and I actually have Cleveland winning this game. Uh, most of my projections on him are coming in the fact that I expect him to get a lot of rushing yards against this defense defense number seven Jameis Winston Uh, the vaunted Panthers defense has been struggling mightily so far uh, this second half of the season uh, and I expect that the Buccaneers are going to have to throw the ball a lot with the Panthers Uh, I expect putting up a lot of points on the Buccaneers defense number eight I have big Ben Roethlisberger Uh, Steelers going up against the Chargers Sunday night Uh, this is going to be a huge game uh, both of these teams technically not out yet of the second seed in the AFC. They both have a chance for it. Uh, the Chargers with the inside track being only 8-3. and three. Compared to the Steelers being 7-3-1, uh, the Steelers do get a chance to play the Patriots later on this year who currently hold that number 2 seed, but a bye would be huge here. Uh, actually, the Chargers, I doubt, will be able to get that because they will have to uh, at some point beat the Chiefs. I forgot they were in the Chiefs division there for a minute. Uh, but it is possible they still play each other one more time, uh, so who knows? That could happen, uh, but they both need a win here to try and remain in that contention. Number nine, I have Matt Ryan. Uh, Again, last week uh, against the Saints, he did not have a great game, but still put up numbers over 300 yards passing and did get you at least 20 points in fantasy, which is really all that matters. Going up against a very good Ravens defense, um, I don't expect him to ball out here, but I expect him to get a couple touchdowns, which is definitely going to throw up some fantasy points for you uh, that you may not be expecting. And then number 10, I have Russell Wilson. Uh, Seahawks going up against a bad 49ers team, I expect Russell Wilson not just to throw but run all over them. For my running backs, number one this week, Saquon Barkley. Uh, dude has just been awesome all year long. Uh, I expect him to just continue to get a, sh- a crap ton. I was going to say a shit ton, so I'm going to go with a shit ton of passes in this game uh, against a very good Bears defense that I expect to shut down, or for the most part shut down the wide receivers, meaning Eli is going to rely on Barkley even more than usual in this game. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, as we talked about earlier with Cam, I expect this to be a shootout, though the linebackers I think could match up with McCaffrey at times. going to a lot of running and then when the Panthers get up he's going to get a lot of passes. Therefore McCaffrey is always and always will be a good play. Number three, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh Zeke does worry me a little bit here. Uh, the Saints defense has been one of the better defenses against the run this year. Uh, they have not given up a lot of rushing touchdowns and are keeping teams to about 70 yards rushing. But Dallas's offense revolves around Zeke, and I expect them to give him 15 to 20 carries. And with that, I expect him to get you about 70 to 80 yards. And at least if he scores a touchdown right there, he's made your day. And that's not even adding whatever he does in the receiving game. So I do like Zeke tonight against the Saints. Number four, I have Todd Gurley. Hard to rank him all the way down at four, to be honest with you, uh, going up against the Lions here. Uh, but... I don't want to say necessarily a trap game coming off a of bye. The Rams have had two weeks to prepare for the Lions, uh, but I do think the Lions are going to play tough them tougher than most people are giving them credit for. Uh, they are at home in Detroit. Don't want to get embarrassed. Uh, I think Gurley, not necessarily struggles here. I still have him at four, but uh, I just don't think he outproduces Zeke McCaffrey or Barkley. Number five, Alvin Kamara. Obviously, the Saints and Cowboys going at it tonight. A uh, little worried about Leighton Van Esch and Jalen... Um, uh, Jalen Smith, I almost said Jalen Samuels. Jalen Smith, uh, dude has been awesome this year. I think he's really finally started to be or come back fully healthy from that horrific knee injury he suffered uh, in his last game with Notre Dame against Ohio State uh, a couple years ago. Looking really good. He is significantly faster than I think people give him credit for. And again, Leighton Vanderess has just been a man among—I mean, just a man among boys. It's been ridiculous. That dude's neck is thicker than my thighs. It's ridiculous how stacked that dude is. Uh, and I do think both of them could give Alvin Kamara trouble tonight in coverage, uh, but not enough to keep him out of my top five because he is Alvin Kamara. Number six, Aaron Jones. A uh, dude has been on fire since been. Uh, kind of pushed into that RB1 role with the Packers, been getting a huge... Uh, bump in carries. He's he's taking on significant workload there. Kind of pushed Jamal Williams almost to irre- irrelevance here. Uh, and the Cardinals defense, while good, uh, not great against the run. Uh, I really like Aaron Jones to have a huge game here. Number seven, Kareem Hunt against Chiefs Raiders. Enough said there. Number eight, my guy, Philip Lindsay. The Bengals have been getting gashed by the run every single week. I just expect Philip Lindsay to go in there and eat. I'd have him even. Higher, uh, but I do think that Royce Freeman gets enough carries here to stymie Lindsey a little bit. Number nine, James Connor, again going up against a very good San Diego Chargers defense that now has Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa finally back, played last week and looked damn good last week. Worries me a little bit about James Connor. He's he's been kind of struggling here the ne- the past couple weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if he has another letdown game here. Number 10, David Johnson. Packers, defense, bad this year. That's all you really need to know. Uh, Byron left, which I think since he's taken over as the offensive coordinator, has done a very good job of making DJ kind of the focal point of their offense. uh, And I think that continues this week. For my wide receivers, uh, kind of a big surprise here, I would think, for many people. My number one, Devontae Adams. Rodgers has no one else, guys. Jimmy Graham is probably not playing in this game, still dealing with that broken thumb. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has completely disappeared. Geronimo Allison out for the year. Randall Cobb has sucked. I love ESB, but the dude has just not done anything. So Devontae Adams, I expect to get a huge workload Sunday against the Cardinals. I would, from the ma- looks of the matchup they'll move him around at times he will obviously have Patrick Peterson on him which won't be good because Patrick Peterson is still an elite cornerback but when he is moved away from Patrick Peterson expect Devontae Adams to eat number 2 Tyreek Hill because I don't even know if anybody on the Raiders is going to be able to cover him I wouldn't be surprised if Tyreek Hill puts up 100 points this week uh, obviously just kidding a little bit about that but I do expect him to have a huge day here number 3 DeAndre Hopkins I just don't see who on Cleveland is going to be able to slow him down. I would expect Denzel Ward is going to be on him more often than not. Uh, but when Denzel Ward is not on him, I expect DeAndre Hopkins to get his number four. Adam Thielen, because if I, if my predictions hold true, that the Vikings are going to beat the Patriots are. Kirk Cousins is going to have to go to someone. I don't see who they have on that defense that's going to be able to slow him down. Stephon Gilmore is likely going to be on Stefan Diggs. Uh, if he does go to Adam Thielen, then Adam Thielen may struggle a little bit more than I expect, but I expect Thielen to have a good game here. Number five, Odell Beckham Jr. Love that kid. Giants, again, tough matchup against the Bears, but Odell is just better than any cornerback they have on the Bears team. So, I expect, uh, I do expect Odell to get in the end zone in this game and have a good game. He's been surprisingly, um, effective and a very good wide receiver despite not quite looking like he's putting up the numbers that, uh, he's used to, but he is on pace for 1,300 yards and about eight touchdowns yet again, which is what he's been doing on the regular, uh, which is a fairly good year for a wide receiver. Number six, Robert Woods. Uh, love Robert Woods this week. Again, I just, uh, Lions, I don't expect Darius Slay to be on him. I expect him to be on Brandon Cooks, which is why I have a big downgrade on Brandon Cooks, leaving open Robert Woods, and I obviously have Josh Reynolds up fairly high this week as well. Number seven, Michael Thomas. I do think that he avoids Byron Jones for the most part in this game, who is by far their best the Cowboys' best cornerback. Uh, dude, actually I think is in a is almost an elite cornerback. I think he's right up there in the top five. Doesn't get a lot of talk or run. Uh, maybe it's in fantasy circles because not a lot of people play IDP. Uh, but I think he he's a phenomenal cornerback. Uh, but they don't travel him and so that is why I expect Him to get some work here, especially if he ends up against uh, A Woozy. I love woozy. I thought he was a great prospect coming out of college. Uh, But dude is just getting matched up against ones. He's more of a a guy I think could shut down a wide receiver too. uh, And I don't expect him to be able to shut down Michael Thomas tonight. Uh, Number 8, I have T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I expect them to use Ebron this time more as a... um, What's the word I want to use here, guys? Uh, A decoy here against the Jags defense. It's going to allow T.Y. Hilton to get open at times, especially when Jalen Ramsey is not on him. I expect him to have a good game. Number nine, I have Mike Evans. Again, I expect this game with the Buccaneers and the Panthers to be a shootout. Mike Evans should be able to put up a a fair amount of points in this one. And then number 10, Julio... Julio Jones, the Falcons, Ravens. Uh, Ravens obviously have a great secondary, but Julio has been balling out the past couple weeks. Uh, and I expect him to score this week. I have him projected to get a score, which is exactly why he is so high up in my ranks this week. Although, I mean, it is Julio Jones, guys. He's he's in the top 10 almost every single week, if, if not top 5 every single week. For my tight ends and my goodness, tight ends is just it. It's going to be rough this week, guys. I think you've got the usual right up at the top. Travis Kelsey, again against the Raiders. I, I don't again. I I don't even know how the. Ra- I, I really hope that the Raiders just kind of put everybody back in like and deep coverage here against like a hell Mary pass and just hope for the best. Maybe Patrick Mahomes struggles to, to throw the check off or, or the check down or something and that's the only way that they beat him. Otherwise, I don't expect this game to be close at all. Eric Ebron at two. While I do expect him to be a decoy for Hilton uh, at times when they get into the red zone, there's just nobody who can cover him. I don't expect any of the linebackers for Jacksonville to be able to cover him, uh, cover him. and obviously their best cornerback in Jalen Ramsey never covers the tight end. So I expect Eric Ebron to score at least once here if not twice. Number 3 Jordan Reed Uh, interesting matchup against a very poor Eagles secondary here uh, as Odell and Saquon talked about in their press conferences last week. This secondary is extremely beat up uh, and needs to be attacked and I expect Washington to do that Uh, And he is by far their best receiving option at this point. Number four, Zach Ertz, for the same reasons Washington's secondary has struggled in the second half of this season. Number five, Rob Gronkowski. Now, he was just added back to the Patriots injury report earlier today. Uh, hopefully that is not a big deal, but usually when you see someone get added this late in the week, it is bad news. So something to watch with Rob Gronkowski. He just came back last week. Hopefully he doesn't sit out because I do expect this to be a great matchup with the Vikings. Number six, Greg Olsen, as we talked about, just going to be a shootout. I expect Greg to get his. Would have had his last week had he had caught that touchdown, not dropped it in the end zone. Uh, I expect him to score this week. Number seven, George Kittle. Um, I just Kittle's. It's hard for me to read this week. Uh, Nick Mullins has obviously struggled the past two weeks. Uh, doesn't seem to have quite the great connection that he did in that first game, though. I, I do like to talk about the fact that George Kittle kind of made that game with his huge break run uh, and everything. And they're going up against a really good Seahawks defense, guys. And that's what worries me a little bit about Kittle. I think he's going to have to. I do have him projected to score. uh, But if he doesn't score, I really don't expect him to put up a lot of points this week. Number 8, David Njoku. Besides him flying through the air and getting shoved into the end zone, uh, the Texans haven't done a great job against covering tight ends this year. Uh, I expect Njoku to get his against the Texans this week. Number 9, Trey Berton. Uh, Again, Bears J. Giants, uh, Giants don't do a very good job covering the tight end either, uh, and they use him in so many different ways, shifting him all around the field, even having him carry the ball at times. I expect Trey Burton, Trey Burton, I keep wanting to go Burton, like a French person there. Trey Burton will have himself a good game, and then number ten, Jared Cook, because well, Derek Carr can't throw it to anybody else, so I expect him to get points based purely out of volume. All right, guys, you hear that music. You know exactly what time it is. It is time to talk some college football. And how about those Buckeyes, baby, going in and whooping Mr. Stink's ass? Loved it. 62 points on the supposed best defense in college football has put us into a huge week this week for conference championships so you have alabama georgia if georgia wins they're gonna be in guys unfortunately that's gonna be the end of the conversation oh my god just listen to this guys it's just beautiful beautiful baby beautiful i love it the buckeyes baby they're back they're back all right sorry guys gets me excited listening to that stuff anyways again georgia alabama they're the afternoon game this weekend there's just no way that anybody else is going to get in if Georgia wins. It's going to be Georgia and Alabama getting into the top four with Clemson and Notre Dame as long as Clemson wins, which is uh, it seems like almost a virtual certainty that they are going to beat Pitt. If Clemson loses, all everything blows wide open. I think you you even UCF has a chance to get in if that happens, even though they lost Mackenzie Milton uh, last week. For the Buckeyes to get in, they're going to need Texas to win uh, the early morning game, which is great news for the Buckeyes because the Texas and Oklahoma play the very first game of the Big Twelve Championship, uh, the first game of championship weekend. If Oklahoma wins by, say, a field goal, say it's like 41-38 to 38 or something like that, 40-37, I think if the Buckeyes come out and blow out Northwestern in the late game, they have a chance to get in. Even though everybody says it's not about style points, we saw that a couple years ago when they put that beat down on, uh, I believe it was the 11-1 Wisconsin Badgers at that point. I know they had lost at least uh, a game at that point, um, and they were the number four ranked team or something like that, uh, but it was a huge win for the Buckeyes and they came out and just put a beat down on them, 52 points. Uh do think it's going to be a little bit different, as in Northwestern has already lost four games this year, so I'm not sure if that helps them. I personally, and I do think you know, some people won't believe me when I say I take my Buckeye bias out of it, I do think the Buckeyes deserve to be in there. Uh, we have seen this defense step up like they did against Michigan in a couple games this year. Has it been? Have they played bad? Absolutely. They got blown out by Purdue. They allowed fifty-one points against Maryland. But Oklahoma virtually lets them get lets fifty fucking points get scored on them almost every single week. Their defense is horrible. Would I love to see Kyler Murray in the playoff? Absolutely. He's that kind of mobile quarterback has given Alabama fits at times. But you know who else has beaten Alabama in a playoff? Cardell Jones. You know what Cardell Jones does? He's a great pocket quarterback. You know who's a better pocket quarterback? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is better than Cardell Jones. I don't know if Ohio State would be able to beat Alabama. I think that they would have a very good shot, despite what other people say, but I also do think Oklahoma would have a very good shot. My biggest fear with Oklahoma is they're just not going to be able to stop Tua. They may be able to get one stop in the game, and that's not going to be enough. Where I do think Ohio State, with as smart as Urban Meyer is, he is one of the best coaches in the game. I do think that he will be able uh, to come up with a couple stops against Alabama, and that could be the game right there. We saw them beat them a couple years ago. Granted, they don't have Zeke and Michael Thomas, there anymore, but they still have Paris Campbell and Terry McLaren and Kenny K.J. Hill and J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber. I'm telling you guys Ohio State I think would be a really good team to go up against Alabama but I don't think they have the chance. I think it's an outside shot they get in. So again, those are really to me Georgia... Oklahoma and Ohio State are the only three teams. Obviously, if all three of those teams lose, then that's when UCF has a chance to get in, but I still think that they would put Michigan or two-loss Georgia in over the UCF, unfortunately. And uh, so that'll do it really for for the college football talk, unfortunately. Again, I I would love to see what happens this weekend, regardless if Ohio State gets in or not. uh, I will really look forward to that number one matchup, assuming Bama wins. Uh, Obviously, again, if Georgia wins, they're in. You can forget Oklahoma and Ohio State, so I kind of have to root for Alabama, unfortunately, this weekend. Um, And I would love to see whoever gets matched up against them, whether it be Oklahoma or Ohio State. We eating all day, bro! Well, I'm gonna Alright, so that was the new sounder right there for the game previews. Hope you guys uh, liked it. That came to me courtesy of John Hamlers and his uh, DJ friend Calvin Cush. Much appreciated, guys, and hooking me up with that. Can't wait to see the new ones that you guys are working on as well. So for tonight's game, the New Orleans Saints going into Dallas and going up against the Cowboys really good game tonight. Um Ben, I personally have been down on the Cowboys a lot this year. Dak and this offensive line, this whole team has struggled mightily in my opinion earlier in the year. They really have seemed to turn it around. Uh, and that's good. Maybe it was the emergence of Amari Cooper who I admittedly do not like do not I think he's overrated as a wide receiver, but He has definitely taken, being traded, and helped turn around, in my opinion, his entire career with as good as he's looked in Dallas these past couple weeks. And I think this is going to be a game tonight. For the FLA blog, I did pick the Saints. I'm going to go against that right now, and I'm going to say I think the Cowboys actually pull off the upset tonight. Uh, I I know that the Saints are really good against the run, uh, but the difference, I think, with that is part of it is due to the fact that the Saints have been up in so many games that teams have to abandon the run early. Dallas won't do that. Dallas revolves around Zeke. Their whole offense is not going unless Zeke is doing something. So I don't expect them to get away from Zeke. I expect them to continue feeding him tonight. Which is why I think he's going to eventually break a couple runs loose. And it's going to open the play action. It's going to open Dak to run. It's going to allow him to get the ball to Amari Cooper and Cole Beasley. I do think that both Cooper and Beasley are worthy plays tonight. Beasley, I think, can get you about 13, 14 points, especially if he scores. I uh, expect him to be kind of an underdog uh, high upside play this uh, this week or tonight, really, uh, against the Saints. Uh do expect Dak, Zeke, and Amari to all have good games as well. For the Saints, I think it's modus operatum. You play your usual guys. There's no, no reason to overthink it, overplay your hand or anything like that. Bree should have a good night tonight. Kamara, Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram. My one fear with all of them is, and I don't know how many people notice this or have paid attention that closely to this. I've been talking all year, talking about how the Cowboys defense is better than people give them credit for. The Dallas Cowboys defense is the only defense this year to not allow more than 30 points in a game. The New Orleans Saints are the number one offense in the in the league right now, scoring 37 points a game. One of those things is gonna break tonight. I actually think it's gonna be the Saints. I actually don't think the Saints are gonna get more than 30 points tonight. That's how much faith I have in the in the Cowboys and their defense tonight. Again, Byron Jones, Leighton Vanderest, Jalen Smith, DeMarcus Lawrence. These guys are highly underrated uh they're just they're playing great this defense alone has been great under uh under rod marinelli who is one of the better defensive uh coaches in my opinion uh and a really good uh just defensive coach a uh, defensive coordinator altogether uh, so gonna be a very interesting game tonight again i'm actually going to change my pick and i'm going with the cowboys to pull the upset tonight Twenty-eight to twenty-seven. I think a huge pick late is going to do it against Drew Brees to get his. I think what third pick this year? Yeah, his third interception. He he only has two guys. That's how ridiculous Drew Brees has been as well. Uh, but again, I cow Cal- picking the Cowboys tonight against. Every fiber of my body that does not want to go with the Cowboys, uh, but I like them tonight. I at least I expect, especially expect them to cover, but I am calling for them with the outright win tonight. So that is going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Fantasy Roundtable podcast. I will be back tomorrow with a recap of the Thursday night game and then a full preview of the Sunday slate. Uh, if you guys have time, please. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Spotify. I don't even know if you can do it on Spotify, but on Spotify, uh, I'd love to be able to boost my numbers up a little bit, and I can't do that without you guys. You guys uh, are, are what makes this go. I appreciate you guys for listening. If you guys have any feedback, anything you'd like me to talk about, more or talk about less, hit me up on Twitter. Send me an email, fantasy. Roundtable at yahoo.com, all undercase, at Sports Fanatic MB. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can send, you know, at me. Send me a DM, however you guys want to do it. Love to hear more from you guys. Uh, I've kind of stopped promoting those a little bit here lately due to some certain stuff going on in my personal life. So I've, I've kind of gotten away from. Being able to talk to you guys, and you guys are what make the show go. So I really appreciate you guys for listening, uh, and cannot wait to talk to you guys again tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight and the start of Week Thirteen, the last week of the regular season, guys. It's here. Let's start it off not right with a great game tonight. Hope all your players get you guys a buku amount of points to kick off Thirteen uh, with hopefully what what is going to end up being a win and get you into the playoffs. Until tomorrow, guys. Peace. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your pop on there. Do you got your pop on there? I can't like the wound out already. It is the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. No one up above his head. They can't jump with me. Kyle Lee. Oh, they tackle at the 40-yard line. Who can make a play? I can. Who can make a play? I can. <laughs> I can.